Welcome to the Pharmacy Future Leaders Podcast with your host, Tony Guerra. The Pharmacy Future Leaders is part of the Pharmacy Podcast Network, focusing on pharmacy student perspectives, interviews, and the future outlook of our pharmacy industry. Welcome to the Pharmacy Future Leaders. We're going to be connecting two students, one from Butler University and my APPE Advanced Pharmacy Practice Experience Academic Student, Jacqueline Aremka, in a podcast that is going to go over what the new NAPLEX is like, um, what it's like to be influenced by the same chemistry teacher uh, when uh, you're coming out of high school, and then kind of come together uh, six or seven years later and see where you are. So I hope you enjoy this episode, and we're going to let Jacqueline take it away. My name is Jake Reedy. I'm a pharmacist at Walgreens, and you are listening to the Pharmacy Podcast. Hi, Jake. Great having you here. Um, so, yeah, Jake just recently graduated from Butler University, and I um, am still working on getting my finishing up my uh, my pharmacy program at Drake University. So, kind of kind of great to have two different bulldogs on on the air here today. Um, go dogs. So, yeah, yeah. Go dogs. So, would you mind just kind of giving us a, a little rundown on, on your career path in pharmacy, how you decided on, on pharmacy and kind of the path that led you to becoming a bulldog at Butler? Yeah. Um, so I decided on pharmacy back in high school. Um, I was in a chemistry class from Mr. Holler. I don't know if you ever had him for chemistry or not. Um, I sure Jack- did. You did. All right. Well, do you remember how he went through and talked about different careers in uh, the chemistry field about like every month, it seemed. Yep, yep. Yeah, he, uh, one of the months when I was in his class, he talked about pharmacy and how um, the profession was going to explode and it was really a great career option if you're interested in chemistry and really working or wanting to know how molecules work in the body. And I was like, that's exactly what I want to do. I don't want to, I was interested in the health uh, professions, uh, like being a doctor or um, something similar, but I didn't want the hands-on approach and responsibility of diagnosing. So I figured pharmacy is a great way to, you know, learn more about chemistry, but not be as hands-on as physician. So um, pretty much from his career talk on pharmacy, I decided, you know what, pharmacy is the career path I want to choose. And so after that, I started look, researching universities in the Midwest. I looked at Drake, Purdue, University of Wisconsin, um, and I ended up choosing Butler, um, oddly enough, because of cost, but also because of the, um, the atmosphere that it provided. So um, cost, Butler, while being a private school, it does give the opportunity for uh, various grants and scholarships to help students who may not normally be able to afford it to be able to go there. And thankfully, I was able to receive um, some money from that. Um, but also the environment played a big role as um, it's a smaller school, you're better able to uh, meet your professors and um, interact with them on a daily basis. And also, um, the city of Indianapolis is a really great city to to learn in and then invest in from a pharmacy perspective. Yeah, that's so awesome. So for, for those listening, um, Jake and I, we actually both went to the same high school and ended up kind of on different different paths to pharmacy. But it um, I actually ended up choosing pharmacy because of Dr. H- or Mr. Holler's class as well. So very, very interesting that we both kind of took that, that same approach, um, but ended up kind of in different, different places in the United States because of it, you know. 
Um, but since you are um, a new Butler graduate, congratulations, by the way, uh, can you Thank speak you. a little bit about the new NAPLEX, um, how you studied for it, any tips or tricks uh, for those that are beginning to kind of prepare for taking it in the future? Yeah, so um, I heard some things about the old NAPLEX from previous students who have taken it, but um, I chose just to um, really ignore that knowing that the the new NAPLEX was going to be different and longer and um, all that fun stuff. So actually through Walgreens, I was able, um, they provide their new pharmacists, at least in Indiana, with uh, the RX prep book, which helps prepare you for the NAPLEX and um, they, they paid for the online module. So how I prepared was basically according to that book, um, reading through the chapters, taking the quizzes online, and that I feel like prepared me very well um, and set me up for success for the, the NAPLEX. Yeah, that's awesome. And I know you mentioned, um, too, that you're you're waiting to hear back on, on the results of that. So fingers crossed for you on, yeah. on uh, getting the results of that. Um, and then looking over your, your CV, it was very apparent that Butler, too, has prepared you well for, for your future. Um, and as previously mentioned, Butler is a pretty small, private, uh, liberal arts college. Can you tell us about your uh, transcontinental pharmaceutical involvement that you've had? Um, it looks like you've worked as a clinical contractor for two years in London, England, and you went abroad for one of your rotations to Ecuador. Um, first of all, how did you become involved in these experiences? Yeah, so um, my clinical contractor experience, I unfortunately was not in England during that time. The, the company is based there. Um, so I, I was able to work remotely from Indianapolis. So I wish I could have gone to the headquarters in London, but um, was not afforded that opportunity. Um, but yeah, so as a clinical contractor, um, the company used to be called Trial Reach, but now is called Antidote. And what they do is they work to connect patients with um, clinical trials that they would qualify for. So they currently have 13 different disease states um, online. And what you do is you just go to their website and you answer a few questions about yourself and they um, they kind of refine the questions based on what you answered previously. And from there, they're able to connect you to different clinical trials you may qualify for. Because I don't know if you've been on uh, clinicaltrials.gov at all or not, but it's tough to navigate and really figure out you know what trials... Um, if you have a certain disease state, you might qualify for as the inclusion and exclusion criteria and um, all the different aspects of the website isn't as user-friendly in its current state. Um, and so um, how I got involved with that, with that is there are um, pharmacy students that were a couple years ahead of me that um, I was friends with who got involved with this company and um, knew, um, his name is Tyler Truegg. Um, he is a little bit higher up at the company and was recruiting in the Indianapolis area. And so from that, I was able to get involved and um, start helping connect patients to clinical trials. Um, but as for Ecuador, um, I with pharmacy school, it's tough to really get a study abroad experience. At least at Butler, they want you to focus on doing it within your first couple of years. Um, and that was something I wasn't knowledgeable of and really hadn't prepared for. So. Uh, the rotation in Ecuador provided me an opportunity to still get that study abroad experience whilst practicing pharmacy and helping those um, within different communities in Ecuador. So. Sure, yeah, that's that's awesome. What what exactly did you do when you were in Ecuador? Yeah, so we partnered with Timmy Global Health, 
Um, and so we ran a clinic for two weeks while we were there. One week we were up in uh, a town called Guangaje, which is up in the mountain mountainous region of Ecuador. And the second week we went uh, more to the lowlands in Santo Domingo and helped patients there. And uh, it was a typical uh, clinic setting where we had um, we had nurses and doctors volunteers as well. And so patients would come and we would have a check-in desk and then they would be triaged by nursing and then go back and see the doctors. And then at the end of the road um, or at the end of their little journey through the clinic, we would have the pharmacy where we would get a chance to counsel the patients on the various medications and um, provide them with a 90-day supply for when the next Timmy Brigade would come back and see them and get an update on them and make sure they were um, succeeding with their medications. That, yeah, that's awesome that, that you had that, that experience. I'm, I'm mostly doing most of mine here just, well, I'm doing all of mine here in the, in the States, kind of between um, Chicagoland area and then here in, in Des Moines. So um, very cool that you got to have that experience, you know, kind of to see what, what pharmacy is like in, in other countries too. But um, I did note too that you, you had some time that you spent on an international medical trip back in, in 2015. Do you just have this like strong desire to travel or how did you become involved um, in this? And, and um, what was your draw to really going abroad? Yeah, um, so the one in 2015, that was to the Dominican Republic. Um, also Santo Domingo, um, just Dominican Republic, not Ecuador. Um, but I don't know, that, that was the first time I ever left the country. Uh, and the second time I left, ever left the country was to go to Ecuador. So um, I did have a desire to um, see what the world is like outside the United States and see how healthcare works there and uh, really to get an experience of, I don't know, how culture, cultural differences and um, medical practice differences really shapes the way we view the world and um, just to experience looking at the world from a different perspective than we usually get in the United States. So that was my main motivating factors. Um, and my wife, uh, as we'll probably discuss, she, uh, we got married my first month of rotations. She's traveled um, to many various countries. And so um, there may have been a hint of jealousy in wanting to um, <laughs> get an experience outside the country as well. <laughs> yeah, she's telling me she's been to 25 countries. So. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So I, I know you, you just mentioned, uh, you mentioned your wife Haley. Congratulations, by the way. I know you just you just had your one year wedding anniversary uh, this we past did. May. Thank you. Yeah. So, do you want to speak a little bit about um, balancing planning a wedding, pharmacy school, and then uh, quickly embarking on rotations, very like abruptly after that? How how did that? How did you manage to uh, to? How did you manage all all of that at once? I suppose. Yeah. So uh, my wife is from Atlanta. So. Um, unfortunately, I didn't have as much, um, well, being from Atlanta and me living in Indianapolis, it was tough for me to be involved in a lot of the planning. I was still able to help in some ways, but uh, like meeting with a caterer or meeting uh, with the people at the venue, I couldn't really do being abroad. So I was able to help some, but definitely a lot of the planning, the weight of the planning fell on her and she did a great job. Um, but no, we got married after um, after the last didactic year, um, I took the first rotation off um, for our wedding, and um, from that we we had like the two weeks between school and the first rotation starting, and then um, the four weeks of the first rotation to um, 
to really plan the wedding and focus on that. And then um, we had moved her up two weeks before the wedding, so we didn't have to worry about that afterwards. So it was a really easy transition to move her up here and um, just continue life on rotations, but as a newly married man. That's awesome. Congratulations again. That's that's quite the Thank story. You. That's awesome. Yeah. So um, I'm currently on um, a non-patient care academic rotation here at, at DMAC or Des Moines Area Community College, which is focused primarily around um, teaching nursing students and pharmacy technicians. Um, and while you were at Butler, you spent a few semesters as a laboratory assistant. Um, can you speak a little bit why you were interested in, in these teaching experiences too? Yeah. Um, so in the, the pharmacy lab, we had the opportunity to uh, help students that were a year below us, um, which is a position I was in the year before, uh, really practice and hone their, their pharmacy skills, whether it was compounding, uh, mixing IV bags, or counseling patients. And so one area that I helped was helping them um, develop strategy and technique and um, really just practice um, their counseling techniques, um, as that is a huge aspect of pharmacy once uh, mainly in community pharmacy once you get out there and start practicing. So um, I guess my motivation is I've always wanted to give back to um, the students below me. So that's why I was an RA for two years. I wanted to make sure that students coming to Butler could connect to the various organizations they wanted to be a part of. Um, and I just, I, I really like being able to help those below me succeed and potentially in areas where I, I didn't know that uh, were opportunities to help provide that to them, um, even though I may not have been afforded the same opportunities. Yeah, and I, I mean, essentially that's that's what, I like to think that's kind of what pharmacists do anyway. I feel like to be a, be a pharmacist, you're inherently being a teacher um, in some way or another. So um, yeah, I kind of have that, that same outlook on um, pharmacy and, and giving back. Um, but it also looks like you've explored many other avenues that pharmacists can, can really practice in. Um, specifically, you also spent a rotation involving um, industrial pharmacy at Eli Lilly in Indianapolis. Um, mm -hmm. Usually when people think of pharmacy, they, they really either think of you know either hospital or retail. Uh, what was your time like at, at this rotation? Um, it was great. It was a, an aspect of pharmacy that um, I think most people don't know exist and so I was glad to be able to explore that and um, I was very thankful that um, having Eli Lilly in Indianapolis provided um, a lot of Butler students with the opportunity to um, really see what it's like to work for a drug company and um, get a, a good feel for what all the different roles they have uh, for pharmacists within their organization. Um, so I, I enjoyed it a lot. It was a great opportunity and um, an area I think a lot of pharmacists should look into um, during sc their schooling. Yeah, awesome. Um, and then I, I know that you, you mentioned uh, previously here that you're just waiting to hear back on the on the results of the of the results of the NAPLEX. Um, what's on the docket for you in terms of your pro professional and uh, personal future? Yeah, so um, I signed with Walgreens, and I will start off as a, a floater here in Indianapolis. Um, and so I'll be uh, kind of bouncing around different Walgreens until I signed a, a home store. But um, I'm excited to really get out there and start working as a pharmacist and um, being that go-to person in the community to help answer patients' questions in regards to their medications, 
not as excited about sorting out insurance issues as I'm sure um, with your intern experience, you know, that's um, not always the easiest thing to do. But um, but yeah, no, I'm excited to start working for Walgreens and um, really like that um, the different um, initiatives that they've started in the Indianapolis community. Yeah, that's so great. Congratulations again. Uh, what, what kind of um, advice would you give to current rotation students that they could do like right now to prepare for their future? Uh, for those currently on rotation? Correct, yeah. Yeah. Um, really, you, you still have time to pursue whatever you want. Um, just think about an area that um, you'd like to serve most. I know a lot of people like to give back to the community or searching more uh, non-traditional means, but the jobs are there. You just got to put in the hard work and, and find them for yourself. So I know um, universities like Butler, and I'm sure um, Drake has a very similar model as um, our two schools are often compared to each other in both size and experience. But um, I'd say utilize your professors, utilize the different programs going on in the school and different uh, meetings that they set up to um, introduce you to new areas of pharmacy and new um, new ways that you can practice healthcare, especially as um, things start changing to telemedicine and um, with the new um, opio- opioid restrictions and uh, just really, there's a lot of opportunity as pharmacy continues to change and especially, hopefully, once we get um, provider stats. Yeah, that's that's something that. Um that I know we've been pushing for for, for quite some time now. <laughs> so uh, hopefully, hopefully it happens soon. <laughs> yeah, hopefully, fingers crossed. Um, and in terms of just a, a few more quick questions for you here, uh, what's kind of your your daily ritual that you do to, to keep your life on track with the, the busyness that pharmacy can um, can offer, I guess, a lot of? Um, just like with working or... Yeah, just do you have any any daily rituals that you do um, to kind of keep you keep you on track, keep you organized, things like that? Does it have to be pharmacy related? No, it does not. <laughs> okay. Uh, normally, I like starting my day by um, getting up early, drinking a cup of coffee, and uh, reading the Bible. I feel like that really grounds me in what's important and um, is really the source of all all that I need for the day. And from there, I'm really able to go forward and um, tackle any problems that the day may provide. So that's that's how I choose to start the day and how I orient it. But, and from there, yeah, everything just really falls into place. Yeah, well, that's awesome. Um, and then what's the best career advice that you've ever uh, received or given? Ooh. Um, well, I had a, a really good advisor at Butler. Her name is uh, Dr. Amy Peake. Um, and she really, um, I don't know if it was, she didn't have like a mantra or like one line of advice that stuck with me the whole time, but she was really good about encouraging me to uh, seek out the opportunities I wanted and make sure that I truly experienced everything in pharmacy um, that I wanted to so that I could best choose, you know, what area I wanted to pursue. Um, and I know there's still areas of pharmacy that I haven't experienced and those I'm still educating myself on, but um she was a big part in helping me, op- helping open my eyes to um, there's more to pharmacy than just community and hospital. Sure, yeah. Um, and then last but not least, I guess, what inspires you? What inspires me? Yeah. Um, I love being able to, to educate patients and um, bring knowledge where there wasn't 
any before. Um, it always makes my day when I'm able to help a patient um, either bill, bill something correctly through their insurance or really counsel them and tell them about different side effects and make them the, the masters of their health plan and those in, make them the one in charge and uh, feel like they're taking ownership for their medication and their disease states and all that um, all in that regard. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, what's what's the best way um, that someone can contact you? Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, my email is jready at butler.edu. Um, I check that fairly frequently. So really, that's probably the best way to reach me. That's the best way to reach you. Well, thanks so much, Jake, for, for all of your insight into, into pharmacy and, you know, for some great advice in terms of um, passing the NAPLEX and the MPJE for, um, for us current rotation students. Um, yeah, thanks yeah. so much. Oh, thank you for having me. Thanks for listening to the Pharmacy Future Leaders Podcast with your host, Tony Guerra. Be sure to share the show with the hashtag Pharmacy Future Leaders. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.